show sponsors together to support.ie, a fantastic way to fundraise for your club. Medell Healthcare, educating your body to stay healthy, and Clarks Bar and Mullingar. I'm Ashley Moriley, and over the next 30 to 40 minutes, we'll dissect the championship in both hurling and football, from junior right through to senior. I'm delighted to be joined by a panel of experts. Beside me here is Bola Mangan, former Westmead footballer, hurling selector, and dual club star for both St. Malachy's and Castletown Gagan. Paul Doolan, writer for the Westmead Examiner and Sports Talk, and former Countdown star who also writes for the Westmead Examiner, Jerry Buckley. Lads, you're very welcome. Thanks, So just to give you the little rundown of what we'll do tonight, so we'll begin with the hurling championship, we'll have intermediate, senior B and senior, and then we'll go on to the football, and it'll be junior, intermediate and senior. So we'll start with the intermediate hurling. So just to note, the hurling championship are kindly sponsored by Sled and Coaches. We'll start with you, Paul. I'll run through the groups and maybe you can tell us a little bit about the general format of how the championship is going to look this year. Yeah, there's there's two groups, actually. Group one is Children, Ringtown and Castletown Gagan, which will be Castletown Gagan's second team, really. And group two is St. Oliver, Plunkett, Southern Gales and Clonkill. Uh, group one, the first game is Children versus Ringtown. The winner of that game will play Castletown and the loser of that game will play Castletown at a further date as well. And in the other half of the draw, St. Oliver Plunkett start out against Southern Gales. The winner of that game will then play Clankill's second team. And the loser of that game will play Clankill later on in the championship as well. The semi-finals are Team 1 from Group 1 will play Team 2 from Group 2. And Team 1 from Group 2 will play Team 2 from Group 1. That's, that's the format mm -hmm. of the championship. And Jerry, who do you see coming through there from Group 1? Yeah, well, I would, I would imagine, Ashling, that it will be uh, Ringtown and Castletown Gagan, to be honest. The first match there, Turin and Ringtown, the two clubs, I suppose, if the truth be known, are probably str struggling for numbers in recent years, you know, mm -hmm. um, between immigration and local players. It's very hard for those two clubs to kind of keep the whole thing going, but uh, to, to the great credit they have, I remember the heady days of Ringtown being capable of winning the Westmead senior title by the Dalyfield Coins, but those days are gone. So certainly for the first match there, I'd be expecting Ringtown to win it and probably uh, Ringtown and Castletown to get through the two from that group. You know, those first two clubs strike me as clubs that have been badly hit over the years. You know, as I often make the point, if you look back on the history of Hurling and football, the days of big families are gone when you had three Kilcoins or four Kilcoins <laughs> or five Kilcoins indeed. You know, if you look back at a lot of the clubs that are, are now playing at a lower level, they always had big families. And, you know, two or three families provide you with almost with a complete team. Those days are gone. So there are two clubs in particular that are struggling for numbers. But uh, we'll always give it their all. But mm -hmm. uh, it's just the way society has gone. Some of those rural clubs, I think, are struggling. What had happened there? Do you think they could have come out? Or? Uh, yeah, that's, in theory, sounds grand. But if you said that to somebody, in fact, I have a very good friend from Ringtown. If you suggested that to him, you'd be in serious trouble. <laughs> yeah. You'd be in very serious trouble. You know, the theory of that makes a lot of sense, but for diehards in clubs, no, that's not the way the GA works. I hear you. And buddy, your uh, team, Castletown, you're going to be awaiting the winners of the match one. So you have two teams in that? Yeah, year? We, yeah, we've two. We've uh, a senior team and an intermediate team. We mm -hmm. uh, got to semi final and intermediate last year, and the senior hurlers got to county final, defeat me fine. But we would, uh, we've a lot of young lads coming up. We've, like, I think. To be honest, the three strongest clubs at underage level over the, the last 10 or 15 years have been Castle Megan, Raharney and Clunkill. And they reap the rewards of winning it over the last, I think, they've won every championship in the last 
10, 12 years yeah. anyway. Yeah. So I would fancy Castellanos' chances of coming out of this group. Um, I don't know whether we will beat Ringtown, to be honest, uh, in the group. I think we might come second in the group. Ringtown, we played them last year. We drew with them 17 points apiece in QC Park. And they got a man sent off after 10 minutes, very right. harshly. But uh, we ended up we ended up drawing with them. We could have won it. They would say the same. So I think both Castown and Ringtown will come out of the group. I think Turin, credit to them, they are low on numbers, but they'll always give it everything. And uh, I just think this just might be a year too soon for them to be coming out of a group like that. Okay. So group two then, Paul, Southern Gales and Oliver Plunkett. It's a must win uh, for both Swankill and the Strong, even though it's their second team. They're very strong. Like I mean, they have the numbers as Alan, Alan has alluded to there with Castellan. Clankill would be very similar to that as well. They just mm -hmm. have a plethora of players, young players coming through at that level as well, and they're blooding them. They blood them year on year, particularly in the old intermediate championship as it was, and now in, in the junior championship as well. They just have so many players and good hurlers as well. They've been properly coached over the years as well. So I I I don't see either Plunkets or Southern Gales. Winning that group, if I'm particularly honest. Having said that, I am. A, I, I I would be involved with Plunkett. So it would be my hurling club at, at growing up, and I, I believe they're going fairly well. So it wouldn't surprise me that Oliver Plunkett would, would come out of that group with Plunkett. Southern Gales are struggling. Like hurling in Athlone is is virtually it's non-existent. A bar a few lads keeping it going there, and they're doing a huge amount of work at underage level in particular. But it's going to take one. It's going to take. It's going to take a lot of time. Like they're in, apart from that, as a senior side, they're an agent side as well, and they're struggling for numbers. You know, but on a once-off game, maybe. But I, I don't see it. If, I, if I'm honest, I don't see it. I see Clunkins and Clankill coming out of group. Clankill probably top. Jerry, would you agree or? Yeah, I would. I think the lads have summed it up well there. You know, I mean, Southern Gales. I mean, Athlone's a big town. Logically, they should have a, a strong hurling team, but. That's not the way it's worked. I mean, they've lost great stalwarts over the years, like Artie Pike and yeah. Frank Young and fellas like that, who kind of kept the thing going. Chelsea McDonald. Yeah, so the, the, you know, it's 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 a struggle for people down there to keep the whole hurling end of things going. But um, I'm a Mullingar man, and I would obviously love Plunkets to go well. I mean, I am old enough, unlike the lads, I'm old enough to remember when Pierce's was the hurling team in Mullingar, and uh, I don't remember them winning the county title. I was too young, but contesting county finals back in the 60s and you know there was a time that Hurling was almost dead on its knees in, 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 in the town but again great people like Tony O'Donoghue and yeah. fellas like that uh, got the thing back up and running again so I, I really think a town in Mullingar should have a senior club but then you don't have a divine right just to work for it so I'd be hoping when this championship is finished that Dunkett's get back up senior uh, I was talking to one of the players just on a casual basis there recently and he said uh, they had been putting in a big effort before this virus took over. So I'd be hoping that not only Plunkett can get out of that group, but maybe go on and win it. But uh, again, I don't know what sort of fresh input of players they've had. They seem to have a lot of the older players yeah. from year, year in, year out. Yeah. So they could do with a bit of new blood. Uh, but you know, from what I hear, they've put in an effort. And I'd be certainly expecting Plunkett and Clamakill to get out of that group. And as I say, hopefully Plunkett can go all the way. But... Uh, there'll be nothing simple about it. There's no, you've no divine right to be senior, no matter you know what size the town is. But I think it's terrible that, uh, that you know you're talking there about Plunkett's and Southern Gales, it's two big towns in West Mead. You know, uh, and, and neither of them playing senior. So 
it'll be lovely to see Clunkus get out of that. And, I mean, I'd be biased like Paul because I'm from the town, but there'll be nothing simple about it. Definitely not. And I'll ask all of you then, so who do you think will make the final and who do you think will come out on top? Well, I'll start with you. I think, going against the lads here, I think Ringtown will win the championship and I think Oliver Clunkus will be beaten in the final. What do you I think, think lads? Shaking your heads. I'm going to go completely <laughs> off kilter. I, I think, I think Rita might be in the final, all right, but I see it against Clankill, and I think Clankill just may have just too much for any of those teams. I actually fancy Clankill to win the Intermediate Championship. I would love to see Clunkus, as Jerry said, I'm, I'm from the town. I would love to see Clunkus win it, and I hope they do put in a bit of an effort. They haven't weighed over the last while, but I, I see it between Clankill and Rita, and I think Rita. But do you not think, with the way the championship's been run this year, that the senior clubs, Castown and Clunkill, are going to lose a lot of players to their senior team. You would taking imagine in, that. Taking into the fact that some players are not going to play. Yeah, I, I, I think clubs. you would imagine that. I still think the level of hurling that they're at, if you think of it, Clunkill and Castletown, they're, they're, even their second teams, are probably going to be playing with their senior teams. And they're, they're playing at a different level of hurling, in my opinion, and it has been for the last few years. And when it comes to, like, Clunkill were more than unlucky not to win an intermediate title last year, more than unlucky against a very, very strong Cullion side, in my opinion, and Clankill almost beat them. And they're not going to lose enough players, in my opinion, to lose against any of the other five teams, in my opinion. The better Harney, Clankill didn't even get to the semi. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg your pardon. The better Harney was doing well. But again, Raharney would be very strong. You know, like Raharney's second team are, are in the Senior B Championship as well, so... I, I just don't see it. I think Clankill, I think it's Clankill at Ringtown in the final, and I fancy Clankill to win. And Jerry? I'm going to go with the same final as Alan, and I'm just going to let my heart rule my head a little bit and go for Clankill to be Ringtown in the final. <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> Brilliant, lads. Thank you. to get us going. Uh, so we're going to move on to the Senior B. Um, on paper it's a highly competitive uh, championship. So in Group 1 we have Brownstown, Father Dalton's and Raharney. Group 2 consists of St. Bridget's, Crookedwood and Cullion. So Jerry, Brownstown and Father Dalton's up first in Group 1. So who do you fancy here? Hard one to call to be honest. Uh, very, very tricky one to call. Probably go with Brownstown. Again, I was chatting there a few minutes ago about the clubs that used to be dependent on Certain families, Brownstown are a prime example of that yeah. over the years. And uh, I, I know a few people in Brownstown that have been very frustrated by the, the, the drop over the years from mm -hmm. being kind of perennial challengers for the Westmead Examiner Cup and now, you know, not, not, not being senior A, um, you know, ha have struggled again to bring players through. Uh, Father Dalton's, you know, have, have achieved an awful lot in recent years, but a difficult match to predict, but you're let me put my head in the block and say Brownstown to win that game, but uh, that could be a very competitive match to start off the championship. And just when you're talking about there with not having a lot of players, is that people moving away from the club, I don't know, moving out of Westmead, or is it just people not having as many children? I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. Okay. The, day, the days of families of six, seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. are gone. You know, oh, and, big time, and, yeah. And, 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 you know, that's not being proved. That's, that's the... The Brownstone would have a huge pick, I would think it's a very pick. small area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but the Brownstone, you know, the, all the Davises and lads like that, you know, you can, yeah. it, there was a time you could form a team, the guts of a team. They're trying to draw them out, aren't they? They are three, four, three, four families, you know. Yeah. So they've gone back over the years, but 
um, you know, Father Dalton's conversely have you know have made serious progress. So, serious right, yeah. Uh, probably go for Brownstone with that, as I say. I'll go to Raharney, or another team with two championship teams, and um, their underage has been flying in the last few years. Yeah, they're the strongest team at underage level over the last four or five years, especially to be winning championships at every grade. These are a serious outfit. They're, like we played them in the semi-final of intermediate championship last year, and they gave us a right good hockey. The load of young lads. When you're playing, when you're playing an intermediate or senior B championship, you need young lads. Mm-hmm. You need lads that are able to run. Um, I think the game between I think the game between Father Dalton's and Brownstown is going to be to decide who comes out of the group. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think that game is going to come down to a battle between Connor Shaw and John Gillian, yeah. two county hurlers playing senior B, two very very good players. I think whoever wins the battle between the two of them will come out as come out of the group. Because I think Dalton's have a few good young lads as well, though, haven't they? They're, yeah, they do. They're, yeah, they're but Gillian is the, Gilligan's the driving force behind that team. He is he's he's a serious operator, especially at that level. And I think it'll come down to if Conor Shaw can curtail him, Brownstone will win, but if he can't, I think Father Dalton's will win. And I think Raharney are dead search tomorrow. Maybe. Brilliant. Um Paul then group two, um probably the group favourites would be Crookedwood, but they'll have to play the winners of Cullion and St. Bridget. So who do you fancy will come through? Yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced that Crookedwood are, are the favourites oh, in, right. in that group. Just on a personal opinion. Yeah, who do you I, think? I, I think Cullion are the coming team. I, I they're really young, they're hungry. Yeah. They've got some wonderful hurlers like young Jack Calvin is as good a young hurler as there is in the county, like you know, mm. he's a fine, fine young talent. And down the spine of their team. Is, is particularly where I find they have a young Regan lad there at centre of the field, fine midfielder, great pair of hands, can drive the ball forever, and, and I, I think they're very strong. If, 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 I was, if I was to have a bet in the morning, as, as Jerry is often alluded to, if we were given 20 quid for nothing, who would I have it on? I'd have it on Cullion. I think Bridget's, uh, I think Bridget's and Crooked Wood will be fighting it out for the second, second spot in that. I think the Wood probably are a little bit too strong for Bridget's, and I think Bridget's might struggle from the fact that a lot of their players are involved with senior football clubs and top-end intermediate football clubs and I think that's why they've struggled over the last fight. I, I see Cullion top in that group and I see I see Crooked Wood coming in a second in it, in my opinion. And is there many dual stars then? In in Bridges, yeah. uh, there'd, be, there'd be quite an amount of them. Connor Slevin. Um, did, have, did have four or five turns past the players, did have four or five Ross Bridge players and four or five minutes did have Probably 12 or 13 lads that are predominantly football. Okay. They're probably so, the best going in that whole championship. Yeah, they're not, they're not running out of the same village. Like, we're, we're lucky in a way that my club are dual, but we run mm-hmm. out of the same village. Yeah. Their hurling club is run out of three different villages. And right. it's not as if everyone plays. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a small club, struggling for numbers. I think they'll struggle this year because of the way the championships run. I think all their players will give their, their, their throw their lot into football with them. They have the best goalkeeper in the county, in my opinion. Yeah, that. yeah, Manny Gard's great. He's a serious, serious goalkeeper. It doesn't make a team, but... Yeah, you know, oh, the most important he, he place on the pitch. He is a serious goalkeeper. Now. And Jerry, what do you reckon? Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's very, very hard to call that group. But I think the lads have summed it up there about Bridget's, you know, the, the dual commitments. In fairness, you look at most clubs. Most clubs have dual players. Probably slightly different from... Your, your, your county of Mead, but most fellas in West Mead... Oh, well, we're mostly yeah, dual in our club. Yeah, mo- most lads play both hurling and football, and as Sigmund Allen said there, the Bridges could lose out because of that, but um, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go. I'd probably go for Cullion and Crooked Wood to come out of that. But I'd, it'd be a nervous bet if I had that now, because Bridget's firing on all cylinders are probably every bit as good as Crooked Wood and Cullion. But I, I think it was Alan again, as I said, said that the probably got the, the dual commitments might just hinder them there. So very very tricky group now. I, I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a confident prediction that at all by any means. We'll ask now. So who do you think will make the final? And who will come out on top? Put it. Go first. I think it'll be the same pairing as the intermediate hurling final last year. It'll be Raharney's second team and Cullion, and I fancy Cullion come up on top again because I think Raharney might lose a few extra players this year compared to what they would in a normal year, which there's probably going to be extra subs and stuff like that used at senior level because of minimum amount of training and stuff like that. So I just think with injuries and everything like that, Raharney might just come up short and Cullion. Stuff. Uh, we don't always agree on that, but I, I have to agree with Alan. I, I think mm -hmm. he's absolutely spot on. I think Cullen are a common side. I think they will more than hold their own even at senior level compared to, with, with some of the senior teams that we have in the county. I, I think they're young, they're hungry, they want to play a hurling. They're, they're physical, they're strong, they've got a lot of great hurlers as well. I see them making the final. I also see Raharney making the final. I don't think they'll have any problem in that other group if I'm, if I'm being brutally honest. I think it'd be Raharney Cullion final, and I think Cullion alleged again. I think they might go, they might win it by a little bit more than they won the intermediate final last year. And Jerry? I'm going to go for the same final, and oh. I'm, going to, I'm going to take a chance on Raharney. Oh. Because they've had so many, many uh, good underage teams in recent years. I think they have a plethora of good players coming through, and uh, if they don't lose too many to the top team, uh, I have a hunch you might win that. We'll move on now to the senior, and by God, there's a cracker to kick off. So the 2018 Senior Championship final pairing was Conkill faced Raharney. We'll have more on that in a minute, but the groups are Loch Lane, Gales, Castletown Gagan and Delvin, and Group 2 consists of Clonkill, Raharney and Castle Pollard. Loch Lane Gales faced last year's beaten finalist Castletown Gagan. Can I do that again? Sorry, I'll do that all again. I'm not, if I have them names wrong, I'll be... So we'll move on to the senior and by God there's a cracker to kick off. 2018 senior championship final pairing is Clonkill face for Herney, and we'll have more on that in a minute. But firstly, the group so consists of Group One is Loch Lane Gales, Castletown Gagan, and Delvin, and Group Two consists of Clonkill, Raherney, and Castle Pollard. So Loch Lane Gales faced last year's beaten finalist Castletown Gagan. Jerry, how do you see this one going? I would see Castletown Gagan winning it, but uh, again, the Gales very dependent on a, a couple of. Individual players, Lachlan Gales, probably Derek McNicholas, still a fabulous forward, even though he's well in his thirties now. Tommy Jogger Doyle, full back, centre back, depending where they play him, outstanding, as good as there is in the country in his position. Um, so the, the, they certainly have two outstanding players, uh, but I think Castletown Gagan would be a better balanced side. We're just asking Alan off air there whether one of their star players in recent years, Nile O'Brien, is going to be around. Nile O'Brien is going to be around, he's worked, you know. Uh, an extra few points to any match he plays for Castletown, but as a, as a starting match there, uh, I'd fancy Castletown, but Lachlan Gales on a given day are capable of beating anyone in the county, 
Now, I don't think they're capable of winning the county title, but on a given day, they could, they could beat any team. But just as a starting match there, very appetising match, I'll go for Castletown. But we won't ask you because you'll probably just sell slides. So, Paul, take it away. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Jerry. I, I think Castletown just have too much firepower. To be honest with you, Angus Clark, like uh, Liam Barney, these guys are quality hurlers. They'll make a lot of county senior teams, let's be honest about that. And uh, if they get fired on all cylinders, I, there's very few teams in the county will take take tail with them, in my opinion. Um, I think Castletown are just that far ahead. I, I would agree with Jerry. I think Lachlan Gales are missing a marquee forward of some sort. You know, somebody that's going to get him. If Derek McNicholas doesn't play well, where do they get the scores from? Like, I mean, they've struggled over the last while. If Derek is not playing well, they have struggled to get scores. And I think that's that's the major problem with them. I, I wouldn't rule out, I'm going to be a little bit outrageous there, I suppose, but I wouldn't rule Delvin out of that group completely either. I, I think they have pretty decent chance now. Most of their games last year, if I'm not mistaken, mm. two or three points, they were within a lot of the top teams, more than held their own for a vast, vast majority of it. A young Josh Hall there is as good a young hurler as possibly there is in the county. and You know, they're young, they're hungry. On a given day, I take Jerry's point here, on a given day, I think they might cause an upset, and I think they might cause an upset against the Gales. I don't see Castledown losing the group, to be honest with you, but I, I, I do see Delvin really putting it up to the Gales, and I, I think they might just turn them over. Wasn't going to ask you, but what do you think? <laughs> um, in the group stage of the championship over the last few years, Lachlan Gales have actually beaten Castledown on two or three occasions. Right. So we won't be taking that first game lightly at all we're training hard um, I would like to think that we will come out of the group yeah. and I think Lachlan Gales will come out with us whichever team is first or second I'm not sure but uh, Delvin I just think the, the likes of the young fella Josh Call and they have uh, Stephen Ennis Stephen Ennis and the Dara, Dara Clinton as well They've good. They've a good outfit. I just think maybe them younger lads need another. Like they've been very good underage. Uh, Delvin mm -hmm. and Brownstone joined together have been very good mm -hmm. over the last number of years. I just think it might be a year or two too soon for them. And I think Castellan Lucky gets come out group. Yeah, I, I, I'm taking a balanced point there. I think the fact that the Gales have beaten Castellan on a couple of occasions, as he said, but this is a knockout game really as such. Yeah. This is, you know, I I think Castellan will be. Totally fired up. Like this is not like the old championship where you can lose a couple of games. Asher, we win one or two and we make a semi and so we work on it from That's there. That's what makes this exciting this year. This, this, this is a different championship and I mm. think Castleton will have the head switched on. I do agree with Jerry. If, if Niall O'Brien is there, I think it makes a huge difference. But I just think they have too many aces for that group alone. I think there's too many aces. I think they'll coast to that one. Jerry, do you think they'll come out? Yeah, I mean, Paul's point is a valid one. I mean, we, we saw a situation last year and it didn't break any rules, but Kill lost their first three matches and still won the county title. Personally, I think that's a bit of a farce. There'll be none of that this year. Every game, you know, is, Means is important. Every game is important. Yeah. And uh, but I do see Castletown and the Gales coming out of Group One and Clonkill and Rahani coming out of Group Two. The lads said, you know, Delvin have some good horrors coming through. No doubt about that. But probably not enough experience in the team. And in a sense, uh, I'd be very surprised. If the top two there, uh, Castletown and the Gales and Clonkill and Rahandi don't come through to the best semi finals. There you have it. So, group two then, um, Budel's former Westmead hurling selector, 
Tom Kale and Raharney, they're probably two teams that you'd know well. How do you see this one going? Tom Kale are on the hunt for three in a row. Yeah, this, literally this game is nearly impossible to call. Because <laughs> these, these, are the, these are the pinnacle of Westmead Hurling over the last 12 years. Mm -hmm. Like, past them are maybe probably a small bit behind them over the last 12 years. But we've, we've nicked a couple of championships in fairness to us. But these two teams are serious. They have a mountain of county players. Like I think they make up maybe between them to make up over half of the county panel. I think Paul Greville, if the rumour is true that he's gone, mm. he is going to be a massive loss to Raharney. Like he is, he is their stalwart in the centre back. He uh, he obviously has two younger brothers that are that are covering either side of him at times. But he is he is massive, an unbelievable loss to them if he's gone. Uh, I think Conkill might just sneak first game but there's no doubt that these two teams are going to come out of that group I think taking into consideration everything that has gone on I think this is a fair play to the Westmead County Board because I think the way that they're running the championships this year is probably the best they've seen in a long long time it makes it very competitive I take Jerry's point that Clonkill lost three games last year yeah. and ended up winning the championship yeah. but I think if Clonkill had to win those three games last year they probably yeah. would have won them they can mm. the way it was ran last year you can sort of take a back seat at yeah. the start to tip along some people were saying it was nearly harder to be knocked out of the Westmead Hurling Championship than it was to win it yeah. <laughs> this, this, is a great way, this is a great way to win the championship or to run the championship and I think fair play to whoever came up with the idea it's brilliant but I think that the four big clubs are going to come out of like it's a terrible draw for Castle Pollard they're yeah. going to be under serious pressure. They've a good, they've a right good few really really good players, but I just think that maybe these two clubs are going to be too strong for them in this group. Jerry, do you think that as well as the group of death for Castle Pollard or? I do, do I do, yeah. I do. There's no point in beating around the bush. I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't see, I really can't see any situation where Pollard will get out of that group. To be honest with you. No. That's very tough, isn't it? It's very to tough. See yeah. You you've drawn that group like. Oh, they're they're some, some, away. They've got some lovely hurlers. Like. Tom yeah. Geller is serious hurler. Like a couple of great hurlers. They just haven't enough for the likes of Clan Kill or Castle Pan. All I was saying, like about um, Raharney losing losing Paul Greville. Will Brendan Murtagh turn out for Clan Kill this year? That's another big if. I'd say there's no doubt in Do you think? Oh, absolutely. Like he he would he would be paramount to them. Yeah, I think he definitely is. No, yeah, I, I think he would be paramount to Clan Kill going. Like, I mean, he was the star for them. So this Even is the top, he's, got, he's left or he's... I know, he's... It's really age. It's age. Like, okay, right. Has, oh, okay. But, uh, he's 35? Oh, 30, 30, 30, he's more than that. No, he's more than that. He's 36 or 37. Yeah. He's still... I think he's good as hurler. He's as good as hurler. Jerry is not it? Yeah. Look, it's a Tommy Doyle. His father was probably the best hurler I personally ever seen, but... Brendan Murtagh is, is on a par with him. Like he's, he's possibly one of the best hurlers we've ever and had in this county. Either inter-county yeah. level or club level. Like Single-handedly, he almost dragged them out of out of the hole they were in last year. Like, I mean, he was, as Jerry will allude to, and we were at many meaningless games last year. And I, when I say meaningless, just meaningless. Meaningless would us be there because it was just going through the motions. This this is this is different. Like. And Murtagh was still the man the clan kill turned to even on the bad days when they got a couple of fairly decent hockey ins now, let's be honest about it. He was still their mad go to man. And then when the rest of the boys decided, well look at let's go in behind Brendan and see how we get on. 
they took off from there. You know, he's he's the fulcrum for them, and there's no doubt we can. Yeah. Where where did the rumor come from? Was it before? Was know, it this it's not even a rumor. It's not even a rumor actually. I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking of age, whether he will play or not. Alan reckons he will. Oh, it's very I, short I, I take season. It yeah. I, I take it at that. So if he's going to play, I, I think he's a super hurler, and I I still think Rahari will beat him in the first game. I, I don't know why you have it in me in my head, but I, I think Rahari beat him in the first game on a head-to-head basis. A lot of rivalry between these clubs going back a number of years, and Rahari won't want to be turned over by Clanagan in the first round of the championship, particularly when it's virtually <coughs> knockout. So do we need to ask who's going to come out of that group where we sort of said it? I think that we. I, I think yeah. I, I think they're in a no-win situation. Okay. I, I honestly do. The other thing to say about that, actually, when the lads are talking about Brendan Morton, my admiration for Brendan Morton would be enormous. And I often throw out the stat in 2008, I know that's 12 years ago, I went down to Port Leash to see Leinster playing. The Railway Cups were kind of dying at that stage. But Brendan Morton was centre-half forward in the Leinster team, surrounded by five Kilkenny men. And Kilkenny had just won the All-Ireland by thousand points against Waterford. Mm-hmm. So that's how good a hurler Brendan Murta is. And I didn't look out of place. A fantastic hurler. Didn't look out of place. But the other thing that the lads haven't mentioned there, Killian Doyle is certainly not going to be playing for Westmead this uh, autumn and winter. So I'm not sure whether he's going to be playing for Harney. I think he's go- going or gone to England. Now, Alan might confirm that. I mean, take Killian Doyle out of Harney. Yeah. 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 He, is, he, is, he is in England. He was supposed to be coming on to play a championship with Raharney. With the situation that we're in at the moment, who knows what he'll do or like how is he going to how is he going to come home and self isolate for two weeks yeah. and play a hurling in the middle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what I don't know what sort of what they're going to do. They might bring him home. So it's only ten weeks. He he could come home and stay home for ten weeks and play the championship. Mm. I was managing Raharney every day. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of lads from other counties. I, I, I have that. no doubt in my mind, knowing the Raharney manager, that the Northern Raharney people, he won't. <laughs> I have no question about that. That I, I could be as far out as a lighthouse, but I, I think there's no question he won't. So the hard question then, so overall, who do you think is going to make the final and who's going to come out on top? Of Me personally, think? I think it'll be Raharney and Castellon, and I think Castellon will win it. Straight up, I, I, I've looked at this group, I've looked at the championship in, in depth. I think it'd be Raharney, Castletown, Clyde Killing would, I, I, just at the back of my mind, it's gnawing at me to say Clyde Killing would be there, but I think it'd be Raharney and Castletown, and I think Castletown will win it. Jerry? I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to go with Clyde Kill for the three in a row, one last hurrah for Brendan Murta, uh, Clyde Kill to beat Castletown in the final. What do you think they'll beat them by? Will it be close or? Oh, very narrowly, if, if, if it comes to that, you know. Um, I just think there's one, one last one last medal in Brendan Murta. Only uh, Price as well, maybe. Yeah. Probably uh, last uh, narrow win for Tom Keane against Castletown. Do we ask you, Buddha, or what do you think? I think Castletown will win. There's a surprise. Listen, the four teams are going to be, you get to a semi-final, I think it's going to be Lachlan Gales, Castletown, or Harley, Tom Keane. Whatever the pairings are with either side, I don't know. I think it's going to be a cracking championship. The four best teams will end up in the semi-final. I would, I just think that one, Raharney or Clonkill, one of them might be caught in the semi-final. I hope it's cast down that catches one of them and hopefully we'll catch the other in the final. Brilliant. And just before we move on then to the football, so the inter-county scene, hopefully we'll get there in October time. So new manager in and you've stayed up in Division 1. Will the John McDonough be coming back to Lake County? Or what do you think? What do, what do you think? 
Well, listen, Killian Doyle, it's, it's going to, it'll probably hang on whether he comes home. And if he comes home, they might be able to persuade him to stay. And Nigel Bryan is a responsibility. Nigel Bryan is going to be going back to, to work in Dubai. I'm not sure. Nobody knows. I'm not trying to kid anyone. We don't know ourselves. If they can keep the two of them around, they will definitely win with Joe McDonough. If they can't, they might struggle. Mm-hmm. That's plain and simple because they're two marquee forwards. Like we, we have decent backs, we have good forwards, but you're missing two marquee forwards like that. You get hard to win any championship. They might hear that now and stick around. Well, with a bit of luck, they will because <laughs> we deserve to win one. Yeah, yeah. Right? Big time. I was selector when we got a bit of a trimming off leash. We missed a goal chance just for half time. We would have went in a half time ahead. Missed yeah. goal chance. Go, the goalie saved it. Or it actually went up over the bar actually. Yeah. They went straight down from puck up and scored a goal. Yeah. So it went we went in three so points down right. rather than going in two points ahead. Yeah. So it's a I just think that Westmead definitely deserve it. That that bunch of players deserve it because I was with them for a year with Michael Ryan and Michael Walsh and they and Jimmy O'Grady actually who's managing up in Gales this year. And they are a great bunch of lads. They, they never leave a stone unturned in terms of training and stuff like that. They deserve to win it, but you never. You, sometimes you don't get what you deserve to get. And you just this is it. That, this that is sport, isn't it? Yeah, I know Shane was very upbeat after the the Carlo game. Jerry and I interviewed him after the Carlo game. He was very, very upbeat. At, at that stage, I wasn't quite sure whether he knew that. Of course, it was pre-COVID, and I wasn't quite sure. He wasn't quite sure whether Killian would be available. Again, I would agree with Alan. Killian is a major, major. That's a major thing for us that he, that he is available for the John McDonough, because we don't really have another marquee forward that is going to score as much as he would score. You know, mm-hmm. we have we have some great defenders. There's no question about it. And um, I th- I think that John McDonough is an absolute minefield. Like I mean, when you see a county like off, he's going out for going out of it. Like you know, Kerry are a decent side. Jerry and I have watched yeah. them over the last number of years. Mm-hmm. They are a decent, decent side with some super hurlers. Can be hard to read. Super, super mm-hmm. hurlers. Like Cork have approached a couple of those Kerry lads to play with them. Cork don't go looking for hurlers anywhere because mm-hmm. of the size of the county. And they've approached some of these Kerry lads and. and they're a serious outfit. Antrim will be back into it as well. Have no doubt about that. They'll, they'll be up for the fight as well. Carlo, you know, we beat them in Cusick Park this year in the league, in the league playoff game and they'll be out for a bench. Have no illusions about that. I, I, I think it's a tough ask for us, but I think we have the hurlers. I agree with Alan and, and, and I totally agree with him. If any group of hurlers deserve to win the likes of John McDonough, it's still a group of players because they really have put the shoulder to the wheel, particularly under Michael Ryan and Currently on the chain, I think they put really put the shoulder to the wheel and have been playing tremendous hurling that goes unnoticed. Like I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest about this: the Joe McDonough is an afterthought, in my opinion, to the GA. It's it's to it's to get rid of them out of the the provincial championship. That's that's just my own opinion. I think it's a wrong thing to do. But at the same time, they're playing competitive hurling. It's I think that's the main thing. It certainly you know? has improved by 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 miles. It mm-hmm. has improved our hurling ability. And it, is, it has certainly has improved our expectations, shall we say. That, exactly, that we can it's sustainable and, you know, for the lads that are playing, and yeah, there is that and goal that they we're can... Youngish enough, we're a youngish enough team, like, we're not, we're not that old, like, I mean, a lot of these lads have been ploughing a lot of lonely for but they've been ploughing a lonely for from the time they were 19 and 20 years of age. And they're coming, in my opinion, they're coming to the level now where it's, it's time to either go that extra step or we regress, one or the other. And yeah. I'm hoping... That with Killian on board and with a lot of a lot of the other hurlers that, that that the championship throws up, I hope they go that extra step. 
I'd, I'd love to see it. And Jerry, do you reckon the same? The yeah, I mean, there's, there's a massive incentive this year. I mean, I mean I've been in Croke Park from 1995 when Westmead were part of the biggest day in the football calendar when our minors were playing. We have a chance this year to be in Croke Park on the biggest hurling day because the Joe McDonough final has been played in conjunction with the Liam McCarthy Cup final. I'm right so it's so. a fantastic Brilliant. opportunity yeah. for right so. to be in Croke Park that day. It's not going to be simple to get there. No. And it's not meant as an insult to say to you, of the group we're in, I would certainly expect to beat Meath. But the other three matches on any given day, Carlo, Antrim and Kerry, they could be 50-50 matches. We've Antrim away in the first match. We've beaten them in recent years. But to go up for your first match to Antrim... Um, Bally Castle or somewhere. Very, 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 very tough right? ask. Yeah. You know, Paul was talking about Kerry, the, the, this guy Shane Conway. Who's, yeah. Seriously. He's Kinney and Doyle plus fat. I mean, he's, he's an absolutely brilliant hurler. And uh, they beat us last year. Um, and Carlo, you know, on a given day, is 50-50. So we're going to have to work very hard to get to the final. And if we get to the final, let's hope we can go and win it. But there's nothing simple about getting to that final. And uh, I think we, we might have a problem in recent years with, with goalkeepers. We don't seem to have a, an established goalkeeper in recent years. And, and that, that concerns me a bit. I've got a text from Shane O'Brien there recently. He's a guy I get on very well with him. I think he's, I'm due to talk to him there next week, but he's, I think he's a couple of plans up his sleeve, but according to the text, I think he's resigned to losing Killian. And Killian averaged 15 points per game last year in the John McDonough. I mean, that's a phenomenal score. Loss, yeah. And it's not just the freeze, I mean, he's, he's line balls general, and his, his general contribution is enormous. So um, I think he's resigned and we won't have him. So we certainly could do with Nile O'Brien. So uh, I would be very hopeful to get into the final. But it's, it's not going to be simple. That's a very, very difficult group, and it's not going to be simple. And we'll have to be hurling out of our skins to get there. But what a, what a character is to be in Croke Park, even if it's clashing with Christmas shopping, you know, yeah. to be in Croke Park for all Ireland hurling final day. We might never get that chance again. So we have to take that chance. And when you get to the final, there's only one thing to do in final is, is, is win it. You know, after losing the last two, so but it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Thanks, lads.